You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. Let's have a look at a piece of data from the South African economy, and the data in question is retail sales. Retail sales for August fell 4.2% year-on-year. With me is the Chief Economist and Investec in Johannesburg, and that's Annabel Bishop. Annabel, I haven't read through the numbers, so you're going to be my eyes and ears on this one. 4.2% year-on-year. What were you expecting? I think, you know, the consensus expectation certainly was probably closer to about a 7% collapse, 6.8. And of course, you know, in July, there was a 8.6% drop. So, you know, really slightly better than consensus. And I suppose, you know, we are, are getting some data coming out for the third quarter, which is proving to be a bit better than consensus. Just like the second quarter proved to be worse than consensus, perhaps we'll have a bit of a bigger rebound. Okay. And the details within that 4.2% fall, I mean, month on month, for example, and also which sectors fared worse than others? The seasonally adjusted figure month on month was 4.8%, and that's quite a good lift on the month of July. You know, in um, July itself, we only had a month on month lift of 0.4%, again, seasonally adjusted. And of course, there was a bit of concern that the recovery was slowing. But clearly, you know, there's been a bit of improvement now. And of course, there's some other data readings coming out as well from Bankserve, for example, which is showing that there's been some lessening in the negative impact of the lockdown on people's incomes and salaries. And of course, as we move through the year, there is obviously supposed to, well, there was always expected to be this improvement. Of course, you know, it's starting to materialize. And, you know, that would normally lift a bit of sentiment. But of course, we continue to have that big overhang coming through for us from the fears around the medium term budget policy statement. Of course, expectations that the president will speak tomorrow night and some leaking of the, um, I don't know necessarily call the documents, but certainly some of the, you know, um, comments in it. And one of which is that we may actually see our debt peak now closer to 100% as opposed to closer to 87%, which was the previous expectation for South Africa's debt trajectory. So, you know, these more positive outcomes, you know, from a data perspective, I suppose, are really being overshadowed by the looming um, budget. The better than expected retail sales figures, before we get on to the other topics that you just mentioned, so 7% was the consensus down to 4.2%, still a negative figure. Do you think that's because there's this been this sort of relief that we're in a low-level lockdown situation in South Africa and therefore people go out and splurge and the uh, normalisation of spending patterns will occur over the next few months? Look, I think there's certainly been a rebound and I think certainly some relief as well. You're quite right in the sentiment issue. People are feeling better that the fact that the lockdown has obviously dwindled to level one. And of course, the fact that COVID-19 infections in South Africa on a new daily infection basis are falling. They're not rising. So that, of course, is a very positive outcome as well. And, you know, not necessarily the case in other countries in the world. And, of course, you know, all of these factors obviously do provide a bit of optimism, a bit of you know, positive sentiment. Let's have a look at the MTBPS now, because the rumours are that it's it's being delayed. And why is it being delayed? And what are the implications for the delays? Is it because new data has come in that needs to be factored into the presentation? What is your take on this one, Annabelle? Look, certainly, you know, delaying it from the 21st, 28th of October is neither here nor there. And it may necessarily not be something um, you're negative that we need to read into it. But certainly, you know, I think there is the requirement that they try and align it closely to the president's um, speech, which, again, we're anticipating on Thursday night, you know, the talk on the reconstruction development plan. And particularly, you know, the alignment of um, expenditure and allocations in the budget is quite key in this regard. Of course, as well, you know, the concerns as well around the fact that we're going to have to see zero-based budgeting, taking everything back to an empty 
spreadsheet, reallocating again, meaning less money being allocated to all the different departments. And of course, likely with their biggest cost tending to be staff and salary wages, this could then ensue, um, you know, some quite significant cuts in civil service remuneration. Of course, as well, again, you know, commentary coming through that, you know, this is probably the, the direction that we're actually heading in. And of course, you know, the, the fact that we cannot have a unsustainable budget permanently we need to cut expenditure lift growth and of course the reality of the situation is that we do have a civil service that is bloated severely overpaid compared to the private sector and of course very low productivity levels which is resulting in low business activity if you look at our time taken to start a business Lindsay it's one of the worst in the world of 150 countries yeah. we really need to see the regular um, environment improve substantially and of course the productivity as well of you know those people who implement and monitor these these regulations and constraints and particularly, you know, have a quick open time to open a business, not one of the worst in the world, one of the best in the world. Now you've annoyed me because it's so easy to get rid of that red tape. But anyway, don't, um, I, I, I promise you, I will, I will sit down and calm down in a few minutes when we've concluded this brief chat. And uh, we'll conclude it with what is President Cyril Ramaphosa going to say when he speaks? What do you expect? So- so, look, I think some of those points I've already outlined, you know, possibly this movement towards 100% peaking instead of a 87% peaking in the um, debt levels, you know, that, that possibly that the, the comments have been made that this could be less harmful to the economy, but it'll still be harmful and possibly even more harmful to the economy because it'll then have a negative market sentiment impact, likely push up borrowing costs even further. Of course, that then is harmful for economic activity and sentiment. And remember the bulk of, of, of saving, sorry, the bulk of... Um, Investors into South Africa's bond market are the domestic um, investors. You know, foreigners actually selling off quite substantially. So we expect there also be a very substantial focus on fixed investment. And what I don't expect to hear is any cutting of this regulatory burden that we're experiencing, the, the cut in the complexity, and of course, you know, really stymieing development in the primary and secondary sectors of the economy. Obviously, a lot will be talked about the relief measures from COVID-19 perspective, fiscal and monetary. You know, the, the the good performance of monetary policy in assisting us with this, the constraints we have from the fiscal side, and of course as well looking at the infrastructure-led growth and electricity will likely form a big component of it as well. And of course, you know, detailing of the RRP 219 and really, you know, the need to improve that area of ease of doing business. But, you know, I don't think we're going to hear something really unexpected in it. Annabelle, thanks very much for your time. That's Annabelle Bishop, the Chief Economist at Investec in Johannesburg. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.